First off, let me say thank you for everyone joining our Industry Next event brought to you by Entitle. Uh, today, we just want to talk about the Chief Install-Based Officer role and how it's really a breakthrough industrial role for 2022. So hosting our event today is our, I'd like to introduce our CEO and co-founder of Entitle, Vivek Joshi. Uh, Vivek has roughly 30 years of industrial B2B OEM uh, experience, whether it be the sales or the aftermarket or the C-level uh, position. And Vivek's really passionate about the opportunities that are available for OEMs to really transform their install base. And that's where he kind of came up with the idea of the chief install base officer. So without further ado, Vivek, take over. Uh, Aaron, I see uh, Bella referenced a couple of questions. I see there's a couple of questions out there. Uh, do you want to go ahead and uh, pick up those questions? I see one from uh, uh, Leo Stevens and one from Zina Summers. Do uh, you want to pick up one of them, Aaron? Yeah, um, so for Sam or Bella or Vivek, um, how would a chief install base officer role be different than uh, a chief revenue officer or chief commercial officer? Um, those roles are really already established. So what would really set them apart? The, the, I'll, I'll give you my two cents from there. And then Sam, maybe I see you put a hand up. Actually, why don't, Sam, you, why don't you go first? I'll, I'll come back to that later. Go ahead, Sam. Okay, so... The differences are the outcomes that the individuals are responsible for. So the chief revenue officer is, is responsible for the outcome of the revenue generation process, where the, the chief installed base officer, whatever their title is, is responsible for the accuracy and timeliness of the information that enables the chief revenue officer to get his bonus. Uh, that's a good uh, good uh, uh, differentiation in my mind, Sam. Bella, do you have a point of view, or should I kind of give you my uh, given my uh, response to the question? No, I guess Sam addressed it very well. So, so you know, the the only nuance I would say to what uh, Sam said is uh, I agree with his definition. the The one point I want to come back to is what Bella said, right? To some degree, uh, Sam, the way I think about chief install base officer is that. It's about data, but it's also about the customer experience and being able to take a fractious, a disparate way of dealing with the customer and making it harmonious and making it orchestrated is really one of the other things we see as valuable. So singing from the same, same song sheet or working out the same quote-unquote single source of truth is really important in creating a consistent and, and systematic customer experience. So that's the way all, we also think about it you know, from the experience perspective as well as the revenue and uh, productivity perspective, actually, for that matter as well. So. Slight, just slight nuance to what you, what you said, Sam. Great. Okay. Uh, Aaron, there's a couple more questions I see you want to go yeah. ahead? Yeah, I have two more. Um, so I can kind of actually combine these into one, I think. So what uh, really makes the, or how do we make this chief install base role more standardized and well adopted? And then beyond that, how do you measure the KPIs for a chief install base officer? compared to other, maybe something in a similar role. So can I turn this second half of the question to Bella? One of the questions Bella was gonna ask you earlier is how was your boss, your VP of sales gonna measure you for success, if you may, by the end of the year? Is it revenue? Is it uh, account penetration because you've got better data? What are the different KPIs that uh, your manager is gonna to use to measure your success? 
Yeah. And my, my two main KPIs um, are the quality of the data that we have. So right now we have a huge gap to, to fulfill and we are working actively. And for that, I'm working together with all the different teams, services, products, marketing, to understand and, and compose this database. And the second one is the revenue we generate, is the orders we generate from there, right? How are we actually contributing to our customers so that we grow our market there, um, increase the, the penetration in them? So, yeah. Is there any notion of uh, customer satisfaction to a net promoter score before and after or not really, not this year? Um, well, this is part of the strategy and there is another person uh, in my team too, entering to the, the sales organization, reporting to the sales organization that is working a lot on the customer experience on the, the NPS. And right now I'm working a lot on organizing the house, right? Um, establishing the database, running the campaign. But the idea is in the new, near future, we start to work together and see how we can strategize this in a way that we take into account the, the, data, the, the customer experience more and more. Got it. Sam, do you have anything to add to the KPIs? And uh, we'll come back to the role structure in a bit. Uh, the, the only thing I think is that the customer experience piece overlaps a lot of the uh, the data you know, the customer database, but the, the CX teams also deal with things that don't affect that are not really interacting with the, the installed base data. You know things like a customer journey, and yeah, if, if the database is wrong and the customers have to repeat their information many times, that's really a terrible situation. But there are other things that the CX team focuses on that requires different sets of skills and different experiences themselves. So I, I, I see that as a very, you know really close overlap and, and sharing. Got it. Got it. Uh, Aaron, there's another question. We'll take one last question before we try to wrap up. It's almost 11.40 here. I want to be sensitive to people's uh, investment in this uh, webinar today. Aaron? Yeah. Um, so, Bella, you kind of mentioned the having to organize, make sure your data is organized and clean, and then also uh, being measured on driving revenue. But what would you say is one of the most important skill or assets that a chief install base officer should have? Um, well, I'm, I'll tell you right now, the mo the biggest skill that I, I have to exercise is the communication one, because I'm having to put lots of pieces together globally. Um, think about collecting data from the product team, from the service team, and running these campaigns with the, the uh, with the sales team and making translating that into data quality improvement. That's the, for sure. It's it's a very important skill. And, and data analytics, um, being critical about the things you're reading and being able to generate meaningful insights, um, this is very important for sure. Good question. Anything else, uh, Aaron, before we switch over to uh, the last part of the presentation and discussion today? Uh, yeah, I see one more question that just came in. Uh, what was the okay. inspiration behind the chief install base officer role? Um, Bella, right? It's not I, a, uh, I yeah, 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 
I can tell what was the inspiration for for Bentley. Um, first thing is that because we have so many years in the market, that sometimes it happens that the, the sales manager comes to a plant, a new plant, and then they find a, an equipment of ours there. So where did we lose this customer that we didn't even know that it was a customer? This is the big inspiration for us. We need to have a good understanding what what is our install base and where we can better attend them. And that is kind of, of uh, a shame for us <laughs> to not know who is it out there. Um, and the second one is really the, the this is a strategy that we're talking so much about, uh, uh, right now. We want to switch to a partner of our customers. We have very big customers. And when we go to, uh, when we go to global contracts, uh, global agreements, what we find is that we have a poor visibility on everything that we have out there with them. So how can we actually put together a, a valuable and accurate proposal if we need to take so much time on understanding what they actually have? And that goes to global customers, but that goes to smaller customers too that have one more than one plan. So these are mostly the, the inspirations we got. Yep, makes sense. Perfect. So, Aaron, I know there might be some other questions coming in, but in the interest of time, I'm going to go skipping to the the last couple of slides. Arabella and Sam, thank you very much. Stay tuned. Uh, stay uh, stay uh, online if you don't mind. So, you know, I think uh, what we saw here in the last uh, 20, 30 minutes is there's absolutely information uh, orchestration that's required and knowledge, right? One of the things that I didn't hear explicitly come out, but Bella referred to at the end is like, if you really don't know your customer, how are you going to put together the right proposals and how are you going to really make the right actions happen out there? Uh, you know, we are beginning to start seeing these roles come about at a reasonably fast rate. You know, Bella is just one example. There's a few others we see. Uh, you know, if you focus on the installed base, just like we talked about, just like both Sam and Bella talked about, it can only help the OEM's performance. And then, you know, the way I think about it, broadly speaking, is, you know, it's never too late to do this thing, right? Uh, you know, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The next best time is today. Right, and we see Bentley Nevada and a few other people have already done that. We're excited they've started going ahead of this process and doing it. So we really appreciate it uh, in terms of uh, what we saw. You know, there's a, a few thoughts we put together in terms of uh, what the participants here today, what the, the people who attended the session today can get. We put a little ebook together. I think we're going to email that out to you guys later on after the event. Uh, in that email, in that ebook, also by the way, Sam, I referred to Sam's. Uh, Post uh, Thomas Net uh, a few months ago, we've actually embedded that in this particular ebook, Sam. So people will get the uh, post and all its glory and all the information is shared out there with them. So thank you very much for contributing that out here. In terms of entitled the last part, you know, obviously, uh, you know, we've been uh, the big proponents of this role. We're a big. Uh, uh, we have a point of view, if you may, in terms of the install base and the value to the company. And really, what we've built is a platform to modernize the install base workflows, just as you just as you talked about. And we see some great customers that have been partnering with us for the last many years, and we're excited about that. With that, I just want to say thank you very much to Sam and Bella. Really, really appreciate you taking the time, not just today on the call, but the preparation and kind of working our way through the last few weeks of making sure we're prepared for this. Uh, for the attendees, who took time out of the lunch hour or the evening hour, and certainly people from India who call them. It's about 11.15 at night, so really appreciate it uh, that you stayed up so late taking the call. Uh, thank you very much for your time today. Appreciate it. And with that, uh, we will wrap up the call. Uh, there's information already for our contact information to for Bella. If you want to ask her information about specifics or Sam or myself, and all, all the contact information is there.
And after the event ends, uh, the recording will be available to the attendees as well. So again, on behalf of all of us, thank you very much. Good night, good evening, and have a good rest of the day. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you.